to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Alicia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. And we have slipped into Jukebox July. I wanted to make a pun out of that, but it sounds weird. Jukelai? That's gross. Never mind. Jukelai. Woo! But I'm not a fan of that. So, Jukebox July it is. Um, <laughs> and uh, today we are visiting an, a remake of an 80s classic. I don't know if it's a classic. But I know it has a following of some kind, so... Valley Girl! It's a movie from the 80s. Yep, that is that. <laughs> but... Yeah, so the original version of Valley Girl starred Nicolas Cage, um, and, uh, Deborah Foreman. <sighs> this version, however, uh, stars, uh, Jessica Roth and Josh Whitehouse as Julie and Randy, and as soon as I heard them say their names, I'm like, oh, it's Romeo and Juliet, I see. I see. I see. <laughs> oh, it didn't occur to me. <laughs> for the first, for the beginning of the movie, I legitimately didn't know what his name was. I was like, I thought his name was something with a J because his actual name is something with a J. So, I, yeah. so like, for some reason, I just thought it was something with a J. So it just, you know, way over my head. <laughs> I recognized him, and I expected him to have a British accent, and I was like, why did I expect him to have a British accent? And so I had to look him up, and he's in uh, the Christmas movie with Vanessa Hudgens that came out last year, um, the Christmas Night, or Night of Christmas, or Night Before, I don't know, Night for the K. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, oh, that's who he is. Okay, cool. Um, and Jessica Roth's from Happy Birthday. Or happy death day? Happy death day. Oh, that's who she is. Oh, I get it now. Alright. But yeah, this movie was actually made in 2017, but it just got shelved for three years. Because and then it's Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who also is in it. Surprise. <laughs> and it's had a, a on-demand release. Mm-hmm. Thanks to COVID, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, yes, yeah, so I I guess we will get into it. Mm-hmm. I already have opinions about like the first thing <laughs> we're gonna go into. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we open on a scene of modern day. Um, there's a young girl. Uh, she seems to be leaving a club. Uh. And she calls someone to pick her up. That someone is Alicia Silverstone. I mean, her mother. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's literally... I saw her and I was like, Shit, oh, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> yep. Because I, I literally can't see her as literally anything else. Other than <laughs> Cher. And I think it's because I've watched Clueless so much that, like, to me, she is Cher, so... Her mother picks her up, teasingly asking her about how the movie was uh, before they get into the car and drive to their house. Uh, The daughter, Ruby, ends up revealing that she broke up with her 
boyfriend Zach, I guess, because they had a disagreement about her going to Japan. I, I forget what it's for. It's just she's going to Japan for something. Mm-hmm. Or um, like a course or like an exchange or something like that. Fair enough. But they they got into a fight and they've broken up about it and she starts questioning whether or not she should go to Japan at all um, because no one that she knows is going to be there. You know, reasonable things. Um, and then her mother uh, tries to sit her down to talk. She doesn't want to because she's a teenager. And her mother goes into the story of her teenage life in the 80s, which I guess they've never had a conversation about before this moment. Fine. Um, We basically clip back and forth between them sitting on the sofa with her telling the story and viewing the actual story. Very Princess Bride-esque. Oh, God, I hated it as as a... um framing device i really hated it i just we could we really could have done without it like it's okay to have a movie in 2020 or 2017 whenever or whenever it was meant to come out and it, it just being set in the 80s and then we just have that play out that's fine that would have been okay <laughs> but they decide to like frame it weirdly with this like couch moment um, like you said, very Princess Bride-esque, and I'm just like, it, it wasn't needed. We didn't need it. Especially <laughs> when they cut into it, back to that scene, um, or that setting within the movie. Like, not at the beginning, not just at the beginning and the end, but, like, somewhere in the middle she makes commentary, and I'm like, we didn't need this! It just, why? <laughs> it stops things. <sighs> anyway, that's what you're saying. She's framing the device. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a song that is playing that we get revealed at the end but we cut to Julie who in the 1980s was a valley girl uh, living in Encino LA uh, and we get a shopping mall sequence set to um we got the beat. Is it we got the beat? We got the beat. Yeah. We got the beat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, the the soundtrack for it is fine, I suppose. I just you could see where sometimes they just picked a song because of its lyrics and yeah. Yeah. was like, this 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 is appropriate mm-hmm. thematically. Eh, but look. Well, Lyric wise, it is. Yeah. That's all that matters. Sure. It's not, it's really not, but it's fine. Um, but yes, we have the, the girls dancing through the mall. We cut back to Ruby and, and Julie being like, You were singing and dancing. It's like, That's how I remember it. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I remember it. That was, I'm sorry, but that was Cher 1000%. I was like, This is Cher as a mother. Like, I, I'm sorry. No one can tell me otherwise. Just the <laughs> delivery of it. Yeah, that's how I remember it. I was just like, mm, I see you. But we cut to on the other side of the mountain, past Hollywood. We get the, 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 the other side. I don't know, the punk kids, the rock kids. Punk is dead. Um... Sure. But 
they're, they're, they're in there with bad reputation going, um, and that's when, (laughs) and we get introduced to Randy and his crew, um, they're, they're literally just hanging out, um, partying, it's like grungy and whatever. I don't really know. The police come. Yeah, and it's meant to show like the contrast of like the colorful, poppy sort of bubblegum type lifestyle of the valley. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the sort of more hardcore, cooler, dark side of the hills. And that's immediately when I was like, oh, so this is Greece. I see. I see. <laughs> we have the bad boys and the the, the pop the prep girls. I it's it's happening. Mm. It's happening again. But the songs will not be as good. This is fine. <laughs> I mean, it, to it, be it, fair, it they a... they picked some fairly like I don't. They picked very obvious choices. Yes, but like yeah. yeah. If I'm like I don't know what the target demographic is outside of fans of Valley Girl. I feel like it would be something like teens. So this is probably stuff they'd kind of recognize. I suppose. So Julie goes to school uh, with her friends whose names are uh, uh, Lauren and Karen and Stacy. (laughs) Totally guessed that. (laughs) Yeah, Lauren and Karen. Yeah. Lauren, Karen, and Stacy. Randy's friends are Jack and Sticky. Um, but uh, they go to school, and then we get introduced to Lauren, Lauren, uh, Julie's boyfriend at the time, Mickey, who is played by Logan Paul. Um, hey, okay, outside of Logan Paul being Logan Paul, I swear to God they could have found a different actor for... <laughs> this and i don't necessarily mean it coming coming from like a i hate logan paul stance or whatever like i you know he's whatever but like oh, i just wish they just for that role <laughs> specifically you know i don't know i just it didn't click for me that he was a sought after popular guy <laughs> the attitude I mean, I, the attitude i totally can see like he's giving yeah. Whatever, you know, and like, <laughs> in terms of acting, I think he pulled it off. I just personally would have preferred a different person. In the background of that scene, I think is uh, "Magic by the Cars." Mm. Oh, oh, that brings up a thing that I hate, kind of hated about this movie when they play songs that weren't being sung. Yeah, I it it's difficult. <laughs> To like, I don't know. I was like, I don't, we don't need that. Unless someone's gonna sing it, we don't need that. Give us a score. It's fine. Give us, <laughs> you can even just play the instrumental. I'm fine with that. But like, to play the song itself, it's kind of disorienting. But, yes. Uh, we see from the get go that Lauren is interested in Mickey. And as soon as she says, Hey Mickey, we immediately cut to a cheer squad doing. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, 
you blow my mind and make it. But it's literally all of 30 seconds. It's that part, and then it's over. I mean, there's not a whole lot to the song that would probably make sense in that context. And also, they're holding a pep rally for a single person for mm-hmm. it to make sense in the world. Because why would you cheer one person? But this is a movie, so... <laughs> um, the After the pep rally, Mickey takes Julie aside into a locker room. Um, they seem to just be sneaking off. You think they're going to make out a bit. But what Mickey is actually doing is a promposal, which consists of lining up his fellow tennis players and having them write out the letters of prom question mark on their butts and then successively mooning her mm-hmm. to ask her to prom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know if there's any man that stupid. <laughs> like, like, like that's a special brand of stupid where it's just like, in what world do you think she would like this? <laughs> like, even if you wrote it on a piece of paper and, like, wrapped gum with it and then been like, hey, that's so much more tactful than whatever the fuck he did. <laughs> also, I could I could probably go on for a while about how much backstory the other characters in this movie do not get. Mm. Um, but I think what bothered me so much is the one black girl, <laughs> mm. the 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 one is just Poor like Ashley Murray girl. She got <laughs> sidelined after being Josie from Josie and the Pussycats in Riverdale, and then being like not used well. I don't know. Like there are there are people who sing better than than the lead actress. Mm. One, but two, she literally has no nothing nothing happens to her <laughs> like, we 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 see her and then we see her in front of the locker and she's saying like Janet Jackson like Janet Jackson and i guess we're meant to infer that she wants a career in dance from that yeah but there's like until the end i never got that <laughs> yeah and it's real bad it's real bad Um, but I think following this, um, I was having a bit of trouble watching, but I think following this, they went to the beach. Mm -hmm. Um, they went to the beach, they were hanging out, we get, uh, some information about Stacy in that her parents are getting a divorce and talking about that makes Lauren upset, so she can't talk about her feelings. (sighs) These friendships. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but, yeah, it's, I think what if Julie's voicing more, like, sort of, I'm bored with my life type opinions, and then they have, like, a mini squabble about wants and needs and stuff, and then she's like, stop, <laughs> I don't like this, this reminds me of my parents, and then they go into girls just want to have fun, right? Yeah, because um, Julie says what if they just leave and go somewhere uh she says oh that was that was in the the mall mall. yeah yeah um but she still i think 
has that about her because they're talking about uh, what their futures are going to be. And she has an aspiration to be a fashion designer, to design clothes. Uh, whereas the others, their future is to get married, to not have to do anything. Mm. Uh, which is why the, the conversation about the divorce comes up because all their all Stacy's mom knows is how to be married and now she has to get a job. But um, when Julie is just not satisfied with the prospect of being married for the rest of her life, that is when girls just want to have fun comes in. <laughs> girls just want to have fun. And it's like, get it. And then she like walks <laughs> off and has her solo moment staring at the ocean and she's like, some girls, no, wait, some boys, and hide her away from the rest of the world. I want to be the one to walk in the sun. And I'm like, I get it. It is at this moment that Randy spots Julie under the boardwalk mm. and... He is immediately enamored with the back of her because that's the per- perspective that we see him yeah. <laughs> look at her from. Um, but Julie gets some nachos and is assaulted by a seagull. I say assaulted, really it takes one of her jalapenos, but she mm-hmm. does not know how to shoo a seagull away. So Randy comes over and screams at the seagull and dispatches them, dispatches it for her. And they have this, like, chemistry thing where she looks at him and he looks at her and they don't really converse about anything, but... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) God, I don't know. I don't know what things are based off of anymore. But earlier, uh, the girls had been lying on some beach towels and... Which one is it? I keep I, I I completely lose their names. So the black girl is Lauren, and, and the the dark haired uh, white one is Stacy. Is Karen, the and one. the uh, yeah the bitchy one is Karen. <laughs> the bitchy one is Karen. So as I was saying earlier, Lauren had been speaking to uh, some boys that were lying on the beach and inviting them to Mickey's party later that evening which was overheard by Sticky who when uh, Randy had to see uh, Julie leave with her friends without learning anything about her uh, Sticky informed them of where the party was going to be so we cut to Julie's home life briefly and we see that her mother is exercising (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's <laughs> but her mother's exercising while Julie uh, sews together uh, her costume for Mickey's party because fashion is her passion, and we must emphasize this at any point we can. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, her dad has a video camera. It's huge, and. We learn that he's maybe not so sure about her going to the party until he realizes that Mickey's parents are there and it's catered. 
Cut to Mickey's parents being at the party completely smashed. Um, and it is catered, but there's alcohol everywhere. There's kegs. I, these are all meant to be high school students, so it's so much underage drinking. Like, it's it's just a lot. There's a so lot many of, people. He lives in a like, mansion. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird that, I mean, they're doing the Regina George. They went to the Regina George's mom's school of being parents um <laughs> that they're like if you're gonna drink honey i'd rather you do it in the house and get as smashed as you want kind of thing maybe that's just a rich person thing i don't know the party is going fine um the, the girls are hanging out nothing really happens until the members of the other group arrive and by the other group I mean Randy's group they they arrive at the door dressed like they normally are which is a little outlandish I guess and mm-hmm. someone someone dressed like Princess Leia asks who they are as the party comes to a halt when they enter mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason like I don't see why that would draw so much attention but yeah. I guess it's just to show like how outsider they are compared to the valley kids um but they're let in uh randy immediately goes to try to find julie which he eventually does but she's she's talking to mickey there's so many people in this movie (laughs) she's talking to mickey but when Julie spots Randy, and this is where the Romeo and Juliet vibes stood out for me again, because I'm like, it's a costume party, he shows up uninvited, it's the whole thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh god, she's meant to be with someone else already, just kill me, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> so there's this awkward moment of him just waiting to the side while uh, Mickey is telling Julie a story and Julie is looking at Randy and not paying attention to Mickey and Mickey eventually noticed that Julie isn't paying attention and looks over and sees Randy and asks who's this guy and she's like I don't know and it's just it's it's a nothing nothing happened it's nothing <laughs> yeah and it turns into a fight it, it does it does turn into a fight and all three of them get booted out, but not before Jack is saying to herself that uh, these high school guys blow because she had been foisted upon by one of the boys and she basically told him that she's not interested because he doesn't have the right equipment and they immediately call her uh, Diesler and then she kind of ends up fighting with him, but not really. Sticky steps in, and then Randy steps in, and then Mickey steps in, and then it's a fight. This whole thing. But, um, I, I literally mixed myself up because the high school guy's blow thing was meant to be with, what's her name? Karen. And Karen responds, responds yeah, totally. And I'm like, lesbians yeah (laughs) i I was like oh this is gonna be because i've not seen valley girl and so Mm -hmm. i was like like even if if they weren't being completely faithful or whatever i was like 
ooh, there's going to be this whole story of, like, all of her friends sort of discovering um, the Hills people, and in the end we'll have um, Karen and, you know, Jack together, and... Mm -hmm. um, What's homegirl's name? Smart girl. <laughs> Stacy. Stacy. Yeah. Stacy. I feel like obviously, yeah, she was having a flirtation trip with the other skinny dude, and then um, I didn't know where Ashley was gonna end up with romantically, but I was just like, oh, this is cute. It's gonna be like a fun little like disc walk. All, all of them going into the hill and figuring out that. There was so much more to life, so I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a movie based on an 80s movie. No, it's not gonna be. Like that. <laughs> We're not gonna have a gay couple. Stop. <laughs> but um, yes, they get thrown out after the fight because it's Mickey's house, and Randy and Sticky decide to go. But not Randy and Sticky, Jack and Sticky. But Randy spots. Um, a guy passed out in a President Reagan mask and takes his costume. Who this guy was, don't know, but he gets greeted by some of the friends who had previously thrown Randy out before as this new person. So his disguise is going well. He immediately seeks out Julie again and then they go off into a bathroom that is literally too big. It's too big of a bathroom. Um, <laughs> but they go off and they talk for a little bit. And Julie asks the question of what Randy wants to do, where Randy wants to go. And he says, anywhere. And what he wants to do. Anything. And I bring this up because it comes back at the end. Yeah. Randy wants them to get out of there. And immediately, Julie is like, well, where would we go? And he says, he's basically saying it doesn't matter. And Julie's like, oh, oh, sure. And then when he actually goes to go, she's like, as if that bit of conversation mm -hmm. is possibly the one bit that I really liked <laughs> in this movie. Because it's just like, for sure, as if. <laughs> but yeah no um julie and randy do end up escaping and that sounds bad they leave yeah and he, he climbs out a window and she's like i'm gonna do crazy <laughs> and then like, they run oh. into they run into stacy on the way out stacy who is like you can't with this boy what? Are you crazy? And Stacy ends up going with them, I guess, to protect Julie. And they get to this rock bar thing somewhere. Don't know where. Randy takes them. They are still in costume. I, I don't know. I don't know what... What... Julie was meant to be? Who? I think Cindy Lauper maybe. But um she's like the maybe Cindy Lauper, maybe Madonna hybrid person. Fair, fair. Uh 
Stacy was Princess Diana. So <laughs> they Julie doesn't stick out as much as Stacy does in, in this in this arena. But they go they get to see moshing for the first time. Stacy is not happy. Um this is so different from her world. Um she is horrified and disgusted and wants to leave. Julie wants to stay. Um Stacy ends up leaving, calling a cab. Julie gets to see uh Randy's band perform. Did we miss Kids in America, by the way? I feel like we did. Uh Kids in America happens in the in the party. That's just before they arrive. That is when the party is interrupted. Mm. <laughs> just before um Randy, Jack and Sticky arrive. Okay. It screeches Kids in America to a halt. Oh, okay. Because I was, like, looking forward to it. <laughs> I forgot where it came in. <laughs> well, you can sing it now. Looking in a dirty old window. I only really love it because it's the first song in Clueless. Just another tire to Clueless. <laughs> so, it's like, because I've seen that movie so much, it's just in my brain all the time. Um... But yeah, and then oh, and when he leaves, right? And he when they're leaving before they get to where they're going. Um, yeah, he sings um, some. You might think I'm crazy, and for some reason, I thought he was gonna sing. Um, you may be right. I may be crazy by Billy Joel, but I have no idea what era that song's from. But it just it seemed <laughs> like so perfect. Like Friday night, I crashed a party. Saturday, I said I'm sorry. I was like, that would have been the song, but I don't know what era that song's from. So. Anyway, yes, they're moshing, and then he starts singing with his band. Uh, crazy for you, which probably lends to the idea that um, she's dressed as Madonna because it's a Madonna song. Crazy for you, that's the only line I know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but, when they start um, playing, it's, like, really slow and, like, really, like, soft. And the Jack's unsure. Like, mm, is this what <laughs> we're really doing right now, for real, for the first time? <laughs> and he's, it, and like, um, Sticky gets into it a little, starts playing um, hi-hat a little. And then is, like, crazy for you, da-da-da-da-da. And then it's, like, okay. Okay, because the crowd was also kind of like, mm, we're not sure about this one. But then they get into it once the song really gets going. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, after that, Randy takes her home. It's now morning. Uh, they kiss for a bit. Uh, at his car, he's surprised by the idea that people just leave things outside mm. <laughs> i thought that was gonna be a, a thing like the big fallout i don't know i thought they were setting up something and they were gonna pay it off by having like mickey steal something and then frame um randy and then it's a whole thing where she doesn't believe randy but then she does and that's what i thought that was gonna happen <laughs> again i've not you seen or read the plot for the actual valley girl so <laughs> i was just like speculating every single time something would happen and i was wrong you you gave them too much credit <laughs> just 
Jessie, that's her actual name, Julie, then proceeds to climb through her bedroom window just in time to hear her mother call her. And she answers, diving beneath uh, her comforter uh, to hide her disheveled-looking face mm. in, in, in enough sheets to disguise <laughs> that she just got inside. Um, she, her mother, has arrived to tell her that Nikki is going to be there soon and that she's going to make something for her to eat. Mm. Mickey arrives um, and, oh God, they have... Him and the mom have some kind of weird interaction weird. where the mom's kind of flirting. <laughs> yeah, ugh. It's I guess it's very like, you know, Stacy's mom, uh, the song. I I feel it's like that kind of vibe that she was trying to emulate, but Mickey is a little too. <laughs> No. Any. <laughs> I don't like any, it. I'm not encouraging it. I'm just saying what it probably is. I know. Um, so Mickey is prepared to go to the tennis match today. And Julie is coming with him. But they get outside and Julie now has had this amazing night with this random guy. And just is questioning her whole reality now. So when they get out before she can get in the car, Julie's immediately like, I can't do this with you anymore. We can't. And I was like, now? Girl, <laughs> we have a match and you choose today, right now, this minute. You couldn't wait till after you won or lost the thing to be like, hmm. Also, by the way, I don't think we should be together anymore. But like she, I was like, okay, that's unfair. That's one thing where I'm like, hmm. I mean, I understand her not wanting to prolong it. And I guess, she did kiss Randy, and she wanted to, like, I, 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 I respect her for, like, not, like, dragging it out. Sure. Where it's going to be, like, a thing. completely, like, let's pretend, oh, no, let's pretend <laughs> Mickey isn't Mickey, and he's, like, he isn't, one, played by J- um, Logan Paul, and two, uh, kind of misogynistic-y. Like, yeah. That's a mean thing to do to a person. Like it is. It is. I I I, I don't discount that at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. She breaks up with him. He drives off in his jeep in a huff. Um, and she then goes to her aerobics class with Lauren and Karen. <laughs> yeah. But apparently the news has already spread that they've broken up uh she's trying to explain to them and then we get a mashup of just can't get enough tainted love and material girl as the aerobics class yeah, goes on can't go for that as well yeah it's fun it's yeah. a fun little mashup of like them doing like a, a fun jane fonda type like a aerob- aerobicized thing and like yeah na 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 I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. And tainted love. Oh my gosh, so many songs. Tainted love. Um, but um, it's fun. It's so fun. It's a very fun sequence. Yeah, probably one of my favorite. You could tell that they put 
effort into that yeah they apparently they were given the song like let's say on a thursday i don't know the specific days but like they're given the song on a thursday learned it and recorded it on a friday rehearsed the choreography on a saturday and filmed it on a sunday something like that it was like a four day (laughs) thing like wow that's a fast turnaround (laughs) but it it was entertaining Mm um afterwards uh Julie just doesn't want to talk about it anymore because it's very clear that they have conflicting ideas of what is right, quote unquote, mm-hmm. in the valley. It's 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 literal the Romeo and Juliet. We're on opposing sides, and you know you're from the valley. You can't be with the. Oh. But um, afterwards, uh, Julie wants them to go to. Uh, I guess. Uh, one of the stores in the mall that they normally go to. I forget what it's called. Skippy's or something. Something like that. And when she turns around after the girls agree, uh, I was about to say Logan Paul, um, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey has pulled up in the Jeep and she's confused as to why he's there. And then Stacy appears and it's like, I've convinced him to give you another chance. And I'm like, girl, it's not your business. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, give so you much... another chance is, like, so presumptuous of where the power lies in what happened. After after that, Julie is just not going to go with them at all. She breaks free of Karen's hold. Karen calls her a skank. Uh, well, tells her, be a skank then. Uh, implying that I don't know just not being with them and being with this other guy is gonna make her different I don't I hate teenagers um, <laughs> well no I don't hate teenagers but just like that that the teenage level of drama that is portrayed sure. constantly yeah. in it just oh yeah. Anyway, she um, calls her a skank and then immediately starts to flirt with her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. The two other friends like look at each other like, oh, "Is this happening?" <laughs> they're like shook by it, but they're not saying anything. They're just like, "All right, I guess." New status well, quo. Karen, Karen has been the more dominant personality. Like it's her idea for them to all go to Northridge um, College together, mm. like, she seems to be the quote-unquote leader, mm. if there's a leader in the group of friends. Right. Julie now starts spending more time with Randy um, after this because she has, with her decision, decided to alienate herself from her friends. Yeah, I mean, they we get some, like, flashes of uh, Julie and Randy hanging out. Uh, they go to another a party together, uh, where uh, Julie and Randy see each other, and uh, he teaches her how to mosh. And then they go to this abandoned um, uh, merry-go-round, and we get "Aha, take on me" <laughs> sung between the two of them. Yeah. We also see that um, Randy is writing a song 
that is actually modern English as I note with you. Also, Julie has started to change how she looks as she walks. She's getting a bit more edgy. She puts a safety pin in her ear. <laughs> it's a whole it's so thing. cute. <laughs> it's so adorable. It's like her really play acting at like, I can be edgy too, but it's like this very adorable like <laughs> display of it where I'm like, oh, it's cute. I don't see, I don't, I'm not terrified of that. Not that I'm terrified of um, grunge type, um, you know, looks, but like it's just it's just a very a pop princess way of being edgy. It's just adorable. Yeah, she snuck out uh, to hang out with Randy because her mom dropped her off at a French restaurant. But she went. That was when the whole moshing thing happened. Yeah, when she when, came home, when they were like, she watched. She was meant to watch a movie and have dinner or something, but. Yeah. yeah, she came home and her dad asked her, is Darth Vader Luke's father? Which, there was no way that he would actually ask that if this were the case, because there had been no indication of that in the movie at all. <laughs> so for him to ask that question is not, it doesn't even make sense. The whole Darth Vader's Luke father thing was a, a complete surprise. Yeah. I'm talking too much about Star Wars. Yeah, it's um, fine, <laughs> it's fine. It's adding, you know commentary <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've never seen the Star Wars movies um, so I'm taking your word on this <laughs> so to me it seemed like a fairly reasonable question but what you're saying is that there is no telegraphic of that part I mean there, there's there's a lot of that when he's like so we're not going to invest in Macintosh we're going to invest in Commodore it's like we know <laughs> that Commodore doesn't exist anymore Yeah, I mean, it's a play for a joke. (laughs) It's meant to be funny. Where they're like, here's a thing that the people in the 80s didn't know that us now in 2020 (laughs) or 2017 do know. Isn't it funny that they didn't know this thing, that they couldn't have had any idea that it would be the way that it is now? And it's like, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. But yeah, Julie ends up grounded from that situation. And I guess tells Randy because Randy appears at her window. Very a la Carissa explains it all. Mm. Um, and just decides that he will be grounded with her. Um, he explores her room for a bit. Sees a bit of her drawings of fashion. Calls it art. Um... And she confesses to him her dream of going to the Fashion Institute of Technology. And it, but it's in New York. And he's like, okay, then let's go. Just as, of course, he would. Uh, yeah. Because apparently the scene, is, the scene is exploding in New York. And there's a whole bunch of things they could do. Um, and she is reasonably unsure about that. <laughs> <laughs> but also... She has plans to go to, as I said, to Norfield with her other friends and to, like, just not to break too much from the path that is set out before her, mm-hmm. despite having desires of her own. Um, but he is very much into just leaving it all behind. He doesn't really have that many attachments. He has his, his bandmates and friends. But he doesn't seem to be thinking of that in the moment. He's just thinking of him and her. Yeah. She mentions prom. He gets a little... Ca- he doesn't really 
not react to yeah. it, but like he doesn't respond to it really. Um, she's like, yeah, he he just kind of dodges the question. Yeah. Julie's father uh, is trying to interfere in her life, and has had a talk with Mickey's parents apparently, because he says that Mickey is heartbroken uh, over their situation and wants to give it another shot. Again, people presuming the dynamic in this yeah, is <laughs> completely different than what it exactly. is. They don't think that Randy is the right guy for her despite never meeting him because apparently he's on too many drugs, which is any drugs, and we haven't seen him do any drugs apart from drinking and people drink yep. in the valley. Yep. So... I don't know what what they think is happening. Apart from dressing a little alternative, he's fine. I mean, I guess um, they do see that special on TV about punk. And they're like, <laughs> they're completely scandalized by it. They get into an argument about it because she's meant to be going... I keep saying this college. <laughs> she's meant to be going to college in San Fernando... Um, but uh, Julie burst out that she might not even be going there. She wants to go to New York, which they have a conniption about because it's so far away and they're not going to let her go to New York with a stranger. Um, so they plan to organize a dinner for them to meet Randy properly for the first time. And Randy is prepared to go. He is. Yeah. Until he gets there. He's prepared to go, but then he that's I think that's when he has the argument with um uh Jack. Jack. Because, you know, Jack's like her parents aren't gonna like you no matter how you dress, da 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 da. Your parents didn't even like you and I was like, That was absolutely unnecessary. Why is it that That was real cruel. Yeah, why is it that, that when there is a fight on a mo- in a movie or a TV show where one of the people in that fight does not have one or both parents, it's necessary for the other person <laughs> in that argument to be like, well, at least I have a dad. And it's like, oh, I, 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 uh, what? <laughs> and I'm always like left so confused because like, what does this have to do with it? And why do you feel... It is necessary, and I know it's just them grasping as straws to hurt the other person, but it's just, yeah. it always it always confuses me. But anyway, yeah, he does go, and then he's, like, right there. I think he even enters the house before, and as he overhears a conversation between, um, the conversation between her and between Julia and her parents and is a little bit dissuaded by it and then leaves and then yeah he 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 looks at her life in pictures Mm um to like how like pristine it is how there's like she has both of them there and he feels every way that he is lacking Mm -hmm. in that um and he leaves I probably should have kept track with how many intercuts between Alicia Silverstone and the thing that they did. I think they because did. Because that would probably keep me on track. They did, like, two or three. Because um, I know they had that cut then when she was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, and then he just didn't come. What happened? Blah, blah, blah. And then there's another one later 
or earlier where she's like oh my god and then she slept with him and she called like when she was the skank or whatever like that or something like that um mm-hmm. which were the two scenes where i'm like this commentary was unnecessary but okay <laughs> so he comes up to her window again uh later on to apologize um they end up talking in the driveway. Uh, she's understandably upset um, that he didn't show up. And then he gives her her... <laughs> he, he asks, what do you want me to give you my sad backstory? And then gives her his, his sad, sad backstory. backstory. <laughs> yeah, he's like, my sad backstory? <laughs> do, you wanna, do you want me to tell you about how I don't have parents? Do you want me to tell you about how I have nobody but you and Jack in this whole world? And it's like, she didn't ask for that, <laughs> first of all. Second of all, you have now just informed her of all those things that you think that she thinks <laughs> that she wants to know. She basically asks him... Because uh, they didn't break up then. Um, it was an ask for him to show up to to just try again. Yeah. The try comes at the birthday party. So, <laughs> um, at Stacy's birthday party, it is at a roller derby. Roller rink? Roller rink, not a derby. The safety dance. I just want to comment on... <laughs> I don't know if that's an actual thing, but I I, I, I love it because <laughs> I was doing it with them. <laughs> it's like when you do that. It's like when you do the hand jive in Greece, and this is also the scene that made me feel most like Greece mm-hmm. because of what happened. Oh right, it's the sort of um, competition pair pair dancing yeah. competition. Right, right, right pair dancing competition where somehow they managed to lose their partner and end up with their ex who they were with before and then the previous partner sees them dancing and gets upset by it yeah. and doesn't I'm just like this is this is literally <laughs> the dance scene in Greece yeah. but it's on roller skates <laughs> that is what happens uh Julie and Randy go out uh Randy goes to the bathroom Julie ends up dancing with Mickey they win the competition. Competition, it's barely, it's sure. Um, yeah. They win the dance battle, the roller battle of sorts. Mickey ignores Karen and just goes to mess with Randy, who is a little upset by seeing Julie. And, like, Julie takes no flack for this, mm-hmm. but is a little upset having seen Julie dancing with Mickey and is just at the foosball table on his own and Mickey is just like not touching him but doing the bully thing of like taunting you like blowing on your face just like, yeah, like to rile you up yeah like what, you you do? like what are you gonna do like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what are you gonna do and um then he's like oh fuck I'm tired of this yeah but then it's always the person who throws the first punch that gets the blame. So right. you can be uh, accused of, uh, of nothing but defending yourself from someone's craziness. Yeah. So Randy and Mickey get into another fight. Um, this one is broken up by the rink security. Of course, Mickey isn't taken out because he is 
Mickey. The valley looking one. And he belongs there. And this is very yeah. uh crybaby. Where <laughs> where the antagonist comes to to comes to antagonize somebody and then the person who is there being like, I'm being attacked is like the one that's punished. Yeah, Julie just witnesses this. And can't really do anything but look in shock and horror as uh, Randy calls for her to come with him. And she tries to apologize to Stacy for messing up her birthday party, even though it wasn't really her, her fault. fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stacy will hear none of it because this was the chance that she was giving her and him to be like just a part of their life yeah but and it just it went up in flames after uh the fight julie and um randy meet outside and basically have their own fight um arguing about how uh different they are uh how they always go to his place and hang out with his friends and it's not fair for them to only be about his side of life but yet they break up at this moment julie goes to school her friends don't look at her uh randy not randy mickey looks at her she tries to talk with stacy but stacy won't hear it Stacy, who's in the bathroom trying to pee, um, but um, she goes to apologize to Stacy for ruining her party, and also informs her that she's broken up with Randy. And Stacy is compassionate. She immediately asks if Julie's okay, um, yeah. and also reveals that she got into Darthford, but Darth 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 <laughs> which is an Ivy League. <laughs> Which is an Ivy League school, um, but she's unsure if she should go because, you know, they have that plan to all go to the same college, Northridge. Um, But Julie is immediately like, screw Karen, you have to go. It's, you got, what? Uh, (laughs) Just, just the, 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 the idea of her being accepted to this school and staying for them who will quite clearly as has been demonstrated turn on a dime yeah so um and she's very encouraging with that uh julie before that had been sitting at the lunch table on her own and was met by mickey who asked her to be his prom date Julie, who wants to go to prom, she does. She, I think she just wants some semblance of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she always even, wanted to go to prom. Yeah. E- even if it, it has to be with Mickey right mm-hmm. now. Um, but she makes it clear that that does not mean that they're back together. Um, which Mickey seems to understand, but we later learn did not. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pretends to understand. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, of course, yeah, whatever you want. Can I so, eat your tater tots? <laughs> yeah. 
um, Randy, however, you know, he's having a rough time with it. He's drinking um, at the clubs. Uh, he'd been skiving off to hang out with Julie so much his band had not practiced together for a while. And he, I guess he just feels alone at this moment, having fought with Jack. So he starts climbing a fire escape, uh, singing Boys Don't Cry. Boys don't cry. And Jack ends up joining him. Uh, they end up on the roof. They smash bottles together, getting out some of that aggression. Um... And they make up, essentially, their friendship. Uh, Jack agrees that maybe they should go to New York. Also, they're getting evicted, so they don't really have anywhere to live <laughs> anymore. Um, so it kind of works out. Um, well, they do go past uh, a dress shop or something. Um, and Mickey's like, oh, remember to wear pink to match my cummerbund or whatever. And she's like, oh, okay. And that's when she goes yes. into the shop and is like putting on the dress, and we get to see Deborah um, cameoing. And literally, the moment I genuinely I did not <laughs> know what this woman looked like at all. And the moment that we saw her, I was like, "Oh, that must be the original June." Yeah, that must yeah. be cameo. It it wasn't a question in my mind either. Like I did not know her name. But I scrolled down, as soon as I saw her, I scrolled down the cast list, and I'm like, it's her. <laughs> Shop girl, it's her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After that, it's all prom preparation, set to uh, Queen and David Bowie's Under Pressure, sung by the cast. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way you said cast sounded like you were unhappy about it. <laughs> Well, no, I was trying to remember who sang it, and I was like, everyone, right? Yeah. <laughs> everyone sang it. And the pressure. And, yeah, it's it's a nice sequence. This is them all, like, getting ready for prom. And um, on the other side, it's uh, Randy and them packing up to move to New York, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I I don't know if I liked this song choice. Like I flip flopped on this. Mm. It, it it was appropriate in some ways, and then I I ultimately decided I think that I liked it. Um, but it might just be that I like the song. <laughs> so I mean, there's that, and there's like there's some parts of it where yeah. like so when like for instance uh, Karen sings like the under pressure or whatever she sings. Where I was mm -hmm. like, I buy into that. Uh, Mickey comes to pick Julie up, but uh, she has altered her dress to just be a little bit more edgy. It's got lace in it's it got as well. A lot of black in it. Yeah, and he was like, "What about the pink?" And it's like, "He's like, what about the other dress?" And it's like he said pink, which it does have pink in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she didn't, like, completely just, like, toss it away. Yeah. So the next few songs are what's sung by the band yeah. that's playing at the prom. Yeah. And I don't know if that if I should include that or not. <laughs> I like that they did Dancing with Myself. I, I kind of hoped <laughs> that, you know, we'd have the cast singing it. 
or like yeah. someone in the cast singing it because I like that song and I wanted it to be used a little bit differently, <laughs> I guess. Julie and Mickey are having a good time. Uh, Stacy has been in flirtations with it. Okay, the radio DJs. Is it me? Or have the radio DJs from the last few movies that we have watched just been the most awkward people? Yeah, it's weird. Because, <laughs> like, I think they're going for a deadpan thing. And <laughs> they did it. Like, I can, I kind of feel like I knew where they were going with it, but didn't quite hit the mark for me. Yeah. In that, like, they... Like, at least the woman's definitely very deadpan, very, like, I don't want to be here. I was forced to come here. This is my day off. I kind of enjoyed Mm -hmm. her more than um, the man who just seems awkward. And, like, (laughs) where I'm like, is he an actual radio DJ? Because I don't see myself in the 80s listening (laughs) to him. Because, like, (laughs) you know, like, sometimes the personality makes up for... Wilting. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's so, such a wilting voice. It's just, yeah. I just immediately was sent back to the runaways. The, um, the runaways. <laughs> just like him, just like how fine he sounded and how awkward he looked. Yeah. Just, was this a thing common to radio DJs in the 80s <laughs> and 70s? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Maybe it was. But I, I, I don't know. To me, it always, I always, imagine radio DJs, especially in like the eighties, to be like and you're listening to KFM so much more energy in their voice. Yeah. But maybe not maybe, the case maybe those are just the memorable ones. Maybe all others are just wilting people. <laughs> sure. I mean and then there's the fucking DJ <laughs> The sound guy. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. I hated him. Because, like, it just wasn't funny. It was, like, Disney Channel levels of comedy. And I was like, it's not, like, it's... (laughs) Who do you think is watching this? An eight-year-old who's never seen a movie? Like, uh... It just, it went on for so long. Like, I I think I would have... I would have appreciated it if it was just like a one-time thing, but they cut back to him like three times mm-hmm. doing that. God, um, but yeah, um, the 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 reason I was trying to, I think they were just uh, singing along to one of the songs that they were singing mm-hmm. on the hill because. Uh, Randy is off on his own um, while the party is going on on the hill and he's just like oh I've got to give love a chance kind of a thing Mm -hmm. and he's immediately invigorated and they drive to they don't tell us but it's clearly going to the prom yeah Um, uh, but yeah uh, there's dancing happening and then prom king and queen is about to be announced and mickey is just to julie uh do you think we can go together again and i'm just like she clearly said like she has inferred several times Mm -hmm. like it's not babe we're not together 
and just <laughs> and then and he's, he's like, like so you're telling me you wasted my whole prom yeah and i was like whoa, 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 whoa. buddy listen you were told prior to uh-huh. this that this is not gonna he happen a- he asked her if he w- if she wants to go to a hotel afterwards yeah. And I'm like, no, clearly not. <laughs> Every single time that even another person was like, hey, Mickey wants you back. She was like, sorry to break it to you, but we broke up and it was my choice. And I stick with that choice. And like, yeah. even now, he's like, so you just wasted my prom. I was like, oh, you need to be punched so bad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she walks off, she leaves, and he immediately announces that he's single to the world. Lauren <laughs> gets uh, a ticket from the uh, radio DJ. Uh, well, it's not a ticket, it's a card of someone who does choreography. Yeah, okay, that was also weird. Right? <laughs> like, I'm not the only one who thinks so? That's what I mean. It was just like, until that moment, she had no plot. She had nothing. Yeah. I'm mean, like, even if they did, but like, if that was, they showed us more, just that moment of like a radio DJ being like, hey, or at least you dance well at the school dance. Here's a choreographer yeah. who I, a radio DJ, have contact with. And so here you go, person I don't know, whose dreams and aspirations I don't know, go dance. Hmm? It was it was it was completely random. It really was. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe they thought they were giving us a complete thread. And I was like, I'm sorry, but we didn't see the beginning, middle, and any other part of this thread. They didn't. They never. Like they were very keen to show us Julie's passion, fashion, mm-hmm. and there could have been like I don't know an interesting contrast with. Uh, Lauren having a passion for dance, but like, you know, like not even idealizing it as a concept. It just like, mm-hmm. there was so much that could have been done that just wasn't. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't, again, I haven't seen the 1983 movie. Yeah. But, God, like, there are so many improvements. So many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could have been made to this new movie. Yeah. To make like, it. Like, yeah, um, if, even if they weren't being faithful to that movie entirely when, yeah. like, in terms of what we've saw, seen, but, like, they could have, if they, they could have done more. They could have done more with the little that they gave us. Like, like you're saying, they could have showed us more of her sort of pursuing her passion or at least mentioning that it's a passion even once out loud to another character. Um, you know, and, um, like, or a couple times, I don't know, maybe once wouldn't have been enough, but, you know, and (laughs) the same with, um, um, Stacy, they don't, like, we, I guess, can guess that she's a smart one, but, like, we don't know what she wants to do or study, and then they're like, hey, actually, she's Ivy League smart, and then, okay, (laughs) and then nothing. Randy and his group appear. Um, I guess the band was all right with them being on stage. <laughs> you think that if, yep. if, I don't know if they had time to set up all of their instruments, I doubt it. 
Mm -hmm. Um, but he starts to sing, uh, I met with you, Mm -hmm. and, and Mickey is still jealous and I guess sends his goon friends to go and shut off the power to the gym. Because the radio DJs are, I guess, a little impressed and everyone is dancing to the song and then no, party's over. Um, but then Julie decides to acapella it up with Randy and show that nothing can stop their love and mm. an acoustic guitar happens and then the power comes on when they kiss and it, it doesn't matter. Um, and then the other band starts to play the song <laughs> yeah. to finish the song. Where I'm like, despite despite it being a song that Mickey wrote within the story, and, yeah. Um, but yeah, that happens. Uh, they run off together into the night. Randy asks, "Where do you want to go? Everywhere." And she's like, "What do you yeah. want to do? Everything." They kiss at the top of a limo. The limo isn't even theirs. It, it, I'm pretty sure it belongs to Mickey. Mm. <laughs> Then we cut back to Alicia Silverstone and her daughter, Ruby. And her daughter is just incredulous. What, you left this guy for dad? What happened? Mm-hmm. Um, but it ended in, in, in a way that relationships do, which was just life happened. They were together for a time and then uh, for unknown reasons, they fell apart. And But she's very grateful to that first relationship. It made it made her into who she is today. I'm also sure some of her parents' money made her into who she is today because they're apparently millionaires according to the end credit scene. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, no, it's it's her company. Um, yeah. Mesh and Lace, uh, really, as she fell in love with uh, Ruby's father, who never appears. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, I think I was hoping for a twist where her dad was Randy, but she was just Same. using a different name Same. for him. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> I thought, oh, maybe it's going to be a little twist where we see, you know, someone come in who clearly looks a lot like younger Andy. And yeah. then, you know, we have, and he says something like, oh, you're listening to my song or something. But I, I guess was also. She probably would have known if, like, her dad was a rock star. <laughs> that also. Known that. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. Uh, and then the movie ends. We get some tidbits about their life past the film. Um, but most of it is inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like that Sticky, contrary to um, everything, Sticky is alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why would... What? That's the end. Of the movie. Um, okay. I have, like, a couple thoughts that I wanted (laughs) to talk about, but I waited until now to sort of... Okay, so the introduction of the listlessness of Julie with her life was very weird to me. In that, like, what, at least what I would have expected or maybe even wanted was them to show us the quote-unquote ordinary world as it is and as it was and has always been. So like, what is status quo? And then have her 
see something, a magazine article, overhear a conversation, watch an episode of something, watch a movie, something that makes her question, is this all there is? And then her going into like, actually, yeah. I really like this thing and maybe I should pursue it. And then be like, oh, there's more to life. Rather than like the very, like one of the very first lines of dialogue is her being like, what if we just got on a bus and just went wherever? And then everyone was like, you're weird. Like, not even like you're weird, but like, that is the weirdest thing you've ever said kind of thing. Which leads mm -hmm. me as a viewer to believe that she's never really expressed any yeah. sort of desire to do more. And so it's like, why this moment then? Like they could have, they could have really fixed that quite easily. Just being like, oh, Julie, you're always like this. Yeah. Just like a, just like a comment. Yeah. But they just look at her like she's lost her mind. Exactly. <laughs> and like, like literally, if they either acknowledged that this is how she's always been, or show us something that changed her mind, that would have fixed it for me where I'm like okay I get where this is going kind of thing um and then another thing was I know this is like very like the very Romeo and Juliet thing when he sees her and decides yeah. she's the one he's looking yeah. one looking at her back and she's not doing anything like <laughs> just standing there and he's like and he's decided that she's the one all of a sudden you know and, like, maybe not that she's the one, but, like, I'm really, really interested in her. And they could have fixed that by having her, like, do something, anything interesting. Like, if, he'd, if she'd been sketching on the beach and, like, her papers flew off and he caught one, it's like, wow, she's really talented. Yeah. Something. Literally. Anything. Literally. <laughs> or she could have, like like fought her with the seagull and have been and him being like oh she's a little weird i like that she's not afraid to be <laughs> weird you know what i mean like just something to have him go like there's something about this girl outside yeah. of like she has a nice butt and pretty hair <laughs> i guess because like that's what that's what it, that's the impression that left me with like oh she has a nice butt and like maybe nice hair and like that's what made him interested in her and those are the like those are the two things that like because it's right at the beginning too, and it's introducing us to the story. And I wish they'd done something a little bit different with that. And obviously, I've already like had <laughs> my mini rant about the framing <laughs> device and how it's just unnecessary. And even if they wanted to use it, they used it in a way that I did not enjoy too much of the cutting in between <laughs> the middle of the story i'm like just let the story happen i don't need the commentary um but yeah i think those are my those are most of my gripes alongside the whole other people not being developed thing yeah no i think the the just the lack of development which is a chronic it's so chronic <laughs> in in these teen movies I don't know what's wrong, what's happening, but mm -hmm. it just, it, it upsets me because I just want to see an arc. I want to see just like A to B and have there be a curve, just something. Mm -hmm. But I think like, and, I, and it's, I think maybe a lot of it is that they feel like they don't have time 
And I personally feel like it, we could that kind of thing could be fixed with just a line here, uh, even like one shot of something like for the for the example of um, Lacey is that her name? What Lady Lauren? Who Lauren? <laughs> oh my God! Who La- who? <laughs> in the like case of lauren like have her practicing a specific dance or have her outside of that one shot that we have of her in with her locker just like every now and again or like even when they're having the conversation and maybe she does say this in that conversation at the beach with the girls they all want to have fun thing where Mm -hmm. they're talking about like what would you do if you could like do anything kind of thing and she could have been like, oh, be a dancer. And maybe she did say that, which is why I say, like, maybe more than one line, because I don't remember it. Um, I think, honestly, did. one of the more, like, satisfying things, which I didn't even really mention when we were going through the story, is her dad. We see him as a goof, and then we see him as a concerned parent. We then see him as an overly concerned parent, and the fight happens... And then he apologizes. Like. And then, yeah with the whole like. Um, let's put our fight aside for the second. And, yeah. And look at the first woman. Who's about to go to space or whatever. And yeah. it's like. I'm sure her parents felt. Scared and da da da. And didn't understand and da da da. It's very sweet. So. Now we will get into our rating. So. Starting with music and choreography. Um, music. Uh, the soundtrack is not too bad. Um, the the songs that they chose were pro- they chose were appropriate for the era. But it's it's sort of like when you when you make an '80s playlist mix and decide to make a story out of it. <laughs> the choreography wasn't the choreography wasn't bad. Um, nothing terribly complicated but again they seem to have had a limited time to do some of them based on what you're saying mm-hmm. so um i i will respect them for getting it out there uh so i will say for a uh, music and choreography mm, three sketchbooks out of five that feels right okay yeah i agree they picked the most easy songs uh in terms of recognizability is that a word sure um (laughs) and yeah it's just it's the most mainstream most like obvious choices um which is fine you know it's still a good time it's not to say these songs are bad because i enjoyed you know the songs i i knew them so i sang along you know um so yeah, and the choreography was was all right. Um, like I said, I enjoyed the Jane Fonda <laughs> uh, aerobicized moment. That was a fun time. Um, and yeah, I agree. It's not <laughs> it's nothing spectacular. So, um, <laughs> which is again, I'm not like saying this to be like they suck. It's just like it's it's yeah. Um, uh, I I'll also give it like a three. Three sketchbooks. Hey. Uh, next we have story. Um, 
it happens. I it's it's so just the romance. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just the romance and you know I I think in in a few episodes prior uh, said along the lines of it it's not easy to just make a a story out of just romance. But I mean, I guess this is meant to be like a romantic musical thing, so romance is the plot line, so I can't fault them for it, mm-hmm. but it just it doesn't entertain me so <laughs> I, I, I I just find it so difficult. So I guess for story I'll give it um three three sure three nachos <laughs> okay um yeah I think so initially I thought um of gossip girl um when before i watched it um because just based off like some like the begin the synop the basic synopsis um not necessarily the full plot um i thought of gossip girl because there is an episode of gossip girl called valley girl i'm pretty sure and it's not necessarily this story exactly but it is like um lily the rich person in the story blonde being like very like "Mm," and then falling for a rock guy who is who ends up being rufus um (laughs) you know who's like a rock star rock star like rock wannabe or whatever ends up being rock star or whatever um and so like it i thought of that and i'm like oh is that where that's from um but yeah, that's it. Like I didn't really think it was anything like new or and again, obviously it's not anything new, it's based on something else. But um even then it's not anything um groundbreaking. Uh, there were moments here and there where I thought they were gonna do something and then they didn't. And I was like, Oh <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess I was expecting something else for some reason. Um, but yeah, overall, it was just kind of like, it happened. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll give it a 3.25 nachos. <laughs> and overall enjoyment. Uh, it happened. It was like, there was, I wasn't like upset by it. Mm-hmm. It didn't like disturb me or anything. It's a, it's a fun little time waster, but I wouldn't, like, like, I don't need to watch it again. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I think um, in, in regards to overall enjoyment, I think everyone did okay with the plot that they had. I, I, I've, been, I've been a little rough with this one. I'll give it a 3.75 safety pins (laughs) okay I might have enjoyed it a little more than you I think I thought that the lead the main leads were um they had a lot of chemistry and they like really worked well together personally um I wish they'd done so much more with Ashley Murray um I wish (laughs) 
like this is a very personal thing, but I wish they did uh, fulfill my um, AU of, <laughs> of, of Karen and Jack getting up together. Um, you know, I, you know, I, 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 there's stuff that I wish that they did that they didn't do, which is like, again, like, it's an adaptation of something. And so it depends on how faithful they wanted to be to the original. Um, but again, it was like the same with the framing device where I'm like, it wasn't as absolutely necessary. Um, cause I'm already buying into the idea of like a musical set in the eighties. You don't need to introduce me to it and then also excuse the fact that there's musical musical um uh numbers happening in it by being like that's how i remember it it's not necessary it's fine like i'm already i <laughs> i clicked on this fully well knowing that this was going to be a musical set of the 80s I'm, I'm okay um but <laughs> in terms of like i had a fun time um in terms like with some of the numbers and like you know some of the songs that i do like and was like enjoying for whatever reason personally um so yeah it was it was okay and i did have an okay time um i don't hate it i'm not bashing it i'm not saying <laughs> anything i'm not trying to be negative i don't know uh but <laughs> maybe maybe i maybe i'm so harsh with it because i just dislike logan paul and every time i saw his face i just it took me out of it so hard. <laughs> I just don't know. I th- and that's the thing, too, is, like, I don't care for him. Like, I don't, like, I don't watch him or anything, and I know of his past and his, and the reason why they had to delay the release of this and stuff like that. But he does a pretty good job in the role of Mickey. I Genuinely, like I said before, I wish they picked somebody else, and not because I hate Logan Paul in any way, shape, or form, but just because I wish they that it was somebody else. Um, but overall, though, I did have a fairly decent time, um, and so yeah, I, I'll give it, I'll give it a three point seven five as well. Here on. Tell me more, tell me more, we have something we'd like you to explore. Yes, I'm talking about our obsessions. Listen to our discussion. And it could be fun. Or not, because probably it's close. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess before we get into that, um, I don't know if we got into it last time i can't remember mm. uh hamilton is the the stage production uh the filmed version is coming out on disney plus will be out by the time you listen to this mm-hmm. um so a- excited for that i don't have disney plus my pockets mm-hmm. grow weaker every time some new streaming service comes out <laughs> <laughs> i just I cannot keep up. That's fair. Um, I do have Disney Plus, um, and I'm excited uh, to get to see it. I listened. I saw a TikTok a couple days ago or yesterday, and it you it was using uh, one of this. It was using Washington on your side, and then I mm-hmm. was like, I should go back and listen to that. And then I did, and I literally, I'd forgotten how satisfying it feels 
to do that, like, I'm in the covenant, I'm inconsistent, to do that part, like, how just you feel hype. I forgot, and I listened to it, and I was so hype. And, and literally, my housemates were like, are you okay? And I was like... Oh, man, I'm just so excited for Hamilton. You guys are going to have such a tough time watching me watch Hamilton because I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, it's it, it's really, I guess, exciting for something like that to come out and just be out and legal. And... <laughs> <laughs> Not that anyone should engage in any illegal activities Never. in regards to stage shows. In regards to anything. filming of them. <laughs> I love in regards to stage shows. In regards to everything. We don't condone. <laughs> nothing Nothing illegal. Never do it. Uh, <laughs> please. Uh, this is endorsed by <laughs> Tell Me More, Tell Me More. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, it is kind of cool to have um, I mean, it's not like we haven't been seeing some of those with, like, the Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff. Yeah. And, but, like, it, it's still kind of big for... Because it was meant to come out in, like, cinemas, too. So it's, like, kind of a yeah. big deal. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, and I am aware of its shortcomings and criticisms of it, um, of Hamilton, of... Lynn as well and so like I completely understand if there's anyone listening who's like oh I wouldn't support that because that is da 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 like if you know it's absolutely understandable to not be a fan of either Lynn or Hamilton and I'm aware of it it's all I'm saying you know you know (laughs) You know what I mean? It's always good to be critical of um, the media that you consume anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's fine to enjoy something, but just be aware. Is there anything else? Ooh, Six is doing a thing. What about Six? They're doing a drive-in thing. Drive-in concert show okay. thing. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I don't know what else to say about it. I don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> so, and even if I did, I don't drive. Don't have a car <laughs> these days. Uh, I also watched uh, Eurovision, the story of the Fire Saga. I actually have no idea what the full title is. Um, but it's <laughs> the Will Ferrell movie, um, basically. I, want, I don't want to say parodying, but parodying. Uh, Eurovision. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I will say, as soon as I saw the ads for it, I was me- immediately thrown back to Blades of Glory, the Will Ferrell mm. movie with John. What's his name? Oh, God. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, tell, tell us about it. It's fun if you switch off your brain um like if you completely let go of the notion of logic 
or just like like let go of everything do not question anything going into it because i there were several things that bothered me to begin with like the accent was inconsistent from person to person because oh. they're meant to be like oh eastern european or whatever or like from iceland and this wonderful from person to person it it varied but also <laughs> within one person like especially will ferrell he couldn't keep the accent consistent so that bothered me um but then again you just sort of lose yourself in it um there's some cameos from um you know uh demi lovato and some eurovision people the songs are pretty fun um, there's a really really fun sequence um, with a bunch of people and it's really 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 fun but like it's kind of to me a uh, similar to like that uh pop star never stop never stopping with andy samberg like it's that that level okay. of like seriousness of like there's just going to be some things that are absurd and then some things that are incredibly stupid and you kind of have to let go and just be on the ride um but personally i find pop star never stop never stopping better but um it is a fun time <laughs> it came out in a in the year where you couldn't have eurovision so if you're looking for some kind of Eurovision content that isn't past performances exactly, this is it, maybe. <laughs> like, I don't know. It it does it it it's it's a cute time. It's a fun time. Um but yeah, you could watch that. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. Um you can yeah. follow <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TMM, TMM Podcast. You can follow us on Tumblr at tellmemore.tumblr. Oh, gosh. You can follow us on Tumblr at tellmemore, <laughs> tellmemore. No, fuck. <laughs> we do this all the time. No, Tumblr's the one that always gets me. Every episode. You can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> on Tumblr at tellmemorettellmemorepodcast.tumblr.com you can email us at tellmemorettellmemorepodcast at gmail.com um, we have bonus episodes and stuff on um, Patreon it is a pay what you want um, community so go ahead and find us there at tmmtmmpodcast or tellmemorettellmemorepodcast um, I don't know the number of episodes we have out there but they are they're there they exist you may see them uh or listen rather and you can listen to our favorite songs from every um episode if they're available on spotify because you know sometimes those albums are just not available on spotify um but you can listen to them on our um spotify playlists uh 2018 faves 2019 faves 2020 faves so just search tmm podcast or tmm tmm podcast and you should be able to access those um and that is it for this week and jukebox july <laughs> i guess <laughs> um, so yeah catch us in the next one um for tell me more tell me more i've been your host leah and i've been your host decia and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye! Goodbye!